Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the best of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Geico OutKick Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote and... We're brought to you by TrueCar. When it comes to selling or trading in your car, you need to make good choices. And with TrueCar, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out TrueCar. True cash offer not available in all areas. Well, I hope all of you had fantastic last weeks. I did. I was out in Colorado. Uh, went to Denver and to Vail with my family. Hadn't spent any time really to speak of in the state of Colorado, and we had an unbelievable time. I mean, what an incredible place, especially in the summer when uh, the weather, it seems, is brutal pretty much everywhere to get up into the mountains and uh, be able to, uh, to just have an incredible time. Weather was perfect. People were great. Just a spectacular time all around. And uh, the, from a sports perspective, we've got a lot to get to because a lot happened in the week that I was out. Uh, and uh, and uh, thanks to Jason Martin and Jeff Shorts for sitting in uh, for me last week. But I want to start by saying we did what I would say is one really kind of sports-related thing while we were in Colorado. We went to go watch the Rockies play the Reds um, in a series out there. And I, I, we spent a lot of time talking about ways that sports can engage, in particular in this era, with younger kids. Um, and, and I don't know about you guys, but um, 
this has been a topic of conversation that's gone on for a long time. In particular, because every generation is a little bit different, but the viewership for sports for younger kids and also attendance in college and everything else continues to diminish. And uh, so I take my kids and try to get to them, uh, to get them to a lot of sporting events. And so we are sitting in the Colorado Rockies stadium and my middle son is a huge baseball fan. He's playing right now. Uh, I, I coach Little League Baseball uh, as an assistant coach with his team for the last four years. He really loves it. Uh, he's playing fall baseball. That's how much he likes it. We haven't been to a ton of Major League Baseball games because we live in Nashville. It's not a Major League Baseball team here. And so he likes to watch games on television. So he was pretty excited to get to go see the Rockies and the Reds play. So we're sitting down uh, above the uh, the visitor bench uh, dugout for the Reds. And as the Reds are running off the field at the end of every half inning that they play, uh, they uh, uh, have a couple players who will toss a baseball into the crowd. Uh, and in particular, the guy who seems to be doing it the most for the Reds is uh, Eugenio Suarez. And so my eight-year-old is uh, gets excited about the idea. He's got his baseball glove there. Uh, he had me bring my baseball glove and with the idea that he's going to catch a uh, catch a ball at the end of a half inning. So in the bottom of the uh, eighth inning, or top of the eighth, the last time that the Reds, bottom of the eighth, the last time that the Reds are playing defense against the Rockies, it's a 10-9 game, been really exciting. The kids have enjoyed it quite a bit. It's an awesome baseball stadium out there in Denver. If you haven't ever been to watch the Rockies play, uh, and uh, and the city of Denver, by the way, was phenomenal. Um, I, I loved everything about the city of Denver. Uh, we uh, we they, they have an amusement park, which is right downtown there that the boys went to and loved. The Children's Museum, Mile High Stadium is right there. Uh, I'm even thinking about going back and watching a, a Broncos game there. I really, really liked Denver. And uh, like I said, I loved the mountains once we got outside of Denver up into uh, up into the elevation of a substantial degree of Vail and all the communities around Vail. So as the Reds are jogging off the field in the bottom of the eighth, uh, Suarez sees him and uh, he's standing up on his uh, on his seat, you know, kind of waving his arms, tosses him a baseball. Uh, he's excited to catch it, and a uh, guy in front of him catches it. He's in a Pete Rose jersey. And uh, the guy in front of him sees that, that Suarez was tossing the ball to uh, to my eight-year-old, turns around and gives it to him. So that was phenomenal. And my eight-year-old was walking on air. It was like the greatest thing that could have happened. Well, at the end of the game, uh, and, and Suarez has no idea, let's, let's be honest, who I am or who my son is. He sees him and he's just like, that's a young baseball fan. And Suarez had done that throughout the game tried to find young kids who were standing up waving as he runs off the field and throws him a baseball. It's a small thing, but that is tremendous in terms of creating future generations of baseball fans who were there in the stadiums watching the games for young kids. And uh, and, and it's amazing to me, I was just watching it, uh, to see a guy who cares about the health of the game outside of his own career. Right, because these kids that he's tossing the baseball to are, yeah, maybe they're going to be Suarez fans for a while, but also they're going to be fans for baseball for a long time, and that's a moment that they will all remember, honestly, for the rest of their lives. So as if that weren't great enough, 
at the end of the game, Reds uh, lose 10-9. And by the way, I grew up a Cincinnati Reds fan, but I'm not a hardcore baseball fan. If you listen to this show, uh, you know that. We don't spend that much time on baseball. Partly that's because baseball is challenged because it's regionally strong. Like a lot of you who start off your mornings listening to me, later in your local markets, baseball may be incredibly strong and they may come on and talk about a particular game But baseball doesn't really have a national fan base until you get into the postseasons. It's really strong in a lot of local markets. In fact, much stronger than any other sport in America, really, other than football. Uh, It it has a tremendous fan base, but it doesn't really translate out across the nation because most people aren't watching the same game, right, compared to the NFL, which has all these signature games that take place on Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night, where everybody's watching the same game or the NBA, which has the TNT ESPN package, and a lot of people watch those signature games. Baseball doesn't really have the same national fan base. But he tosses my he's tossed my kid uh, that baseball. My kid is just walking on air. Game ends, and as if he hasn't done enough already to be tossing baseballs to little kids throughout the course of the game. And remember, this is on the road. He's playing on the road in Colorado. Uh, he's taking off his batting gloves, looks up, sees my uh, sees my eight-year-old there still standing uh, in the same seat, tosses both of his baseball gloves to my eight-year-old. And I mean, that is just uh, that is just next to level. So uh, so my eight-year-old gets a baseball, which he was just in heaven over. And he also then gets a couple of batting gloves that Eugenio Suarez had worn throughout uh, the game that he was playing against the Rockies. So I just wanted to give a, uh, a shout-out to Suarez, who may or may not uh, have heard about this at all. I posted a picture on, uh, on Twitter and social media of, of my kid wearing the batting gloves holding the baseball. But in an era, I think oftentimes when we focus on a lot of negativity associated with professional sports, professional athletes in general, this was just an entirely positive thing that a pro athlete who had absolutely no reason to need to be doing this did it and just absolutely made my eight-year-old's uh, summer. I mean, really, to get a baseball that came you know, directly off of a Major League Baseball field, uh, tossed to him, and then batting gloves. He was walking on air, and this was the kind of thing, again, I saw Suarez doing it throughout the game. There are a lot of dads out there in Denver who could have similar stories about him, and uh, I just wanted to start off the show on Monday with a uh, with a positive story about a great experience that we had in the Colorado Rockies uh, baseball park and from uh, the Cincinnati Reds. So thanks again to Eugenio Suarez. All right, we have got a ton of stuff that we are going to get into today because I was out all of last week. When we come back, I'm going to talk uh, about Tyreek Hill. I'm going to talk some about the British Open. Uh, I'm going to talk quite a bit about a ton of different topics. And by the way, if you are dragging a little bit this morning and you're thinking, man, I'm not excited about rolling into work. This is not the greatest day ever. Uh, Rookies for the Bears, the Packers, the Jaguars, the Vikings, the Giants, and the Titans all reported to training camp today. By Friday, all 32 teams will be in camp. And uh, this is a great stat. This is the last week that there will not be football until February of 2020 when the Super Bowl is officially 
finished, right? And I think, honestly, the XFL may be starting the week after that. So it might be the last week without football until like May or June. I'm not even sure when the XFL season is scheduled to end next year. So rejoice on that. I know, I know it is NFL preseason football, and a lot of you out there don't necessarily consider NFL preseason football to be real football. But every year there is such a desperation for football to return that a lot of people watch that opening preseason football game from Canton, I believe it is, every year. Everybody will be tuned in, getting ready. Uh, I know that a lot of times preseason football just seems like the time of year when your fantasy football team can get destroyed, when all of your futures tickets can get blown up because you get injuries that don't mean anything in terms of of the games that guys are playing in. But – That is an amazing stat to start you off on a Monday with. Again, this is the last week without NFL football or college football all the way into February. And again, the XFL may extend that all the way into God knows when, uh, when the XFL season will officially be over. So all of that is exciting. I'll bring in the crew. We'll find out how they did on uh, on their, uh, their goodbye. I'm also, by the way, on Wednesday... I'm going to be down in Memphis, and I am playing in another pro-am with with the FedEx, uh, I believe it's the PGA FedEx event coming to uh, Memphis right off of the British Open, the big WGC event that will be taking place there. We'll talk about that some this week. we got a lot of stuff. We're we're loaded with you. I'm excited to be back. I feel like I just got uh, tag-teamed after an awesome week in uh, Colorado. But like I said, as I finish off uh, the open here, I just want to give a shout out to the Reds, uh, to the Colorado Rockies, uh, but in particular to uh, Eugenio Suarez, who uh, tossed his batting gloves and a baseball to my eight-year-old and uh, had absolutely no reason to do that other than to be growing the game. Appreciate all of you. Want to tell you as we head into break here that uh, I've been telling you about M-Drive for a while. The supplement I take every day for more energy and strength. But did you know M-Drive has a formula to help you lose weight? It's summertime to lean up, look good, lose some body fat. M-Drive Boost and Burn has clinically tested ingredients to boost healthy testosterone levels and help you burn fat. Aging can make it tough to keep weight off. This supplement can help you fight back. It's M-Drive Boost and Burn. Boost healthy testosterone, burn fat. Get M-Drive Boost and Burn at Walgreens, Rite Aid, Vitamin Shop, and many other retailers. Or go to mdriveformen.com and type in my code CLAY to receive 20% off your first M-Drive purchase. So if you want more energy, strength, or just want to burn some unwanted fat, try M-Drive Boost and Burn. Boost healthy testosterone, burn fat. Visit mdriveformen.com today. Type in my code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, at checkout to receive 20% off your first M-Drive purchase. Don't let your age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive. And by the way, XFL season doesn't end until April 26th. So putting into perspective this week, last week without football until April 26th of 2020. That, my friends, is a good way to start off a Monday morning, even if you're dragging a little bit. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. Go further than ever with the Discover It Miles card. They automatically match the miles you earn at the end of your first year. So your 35,000 miles could become 70,000 Discover It miles. Limitations apply. Discover match for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. So 
Question for you guys. I want to bring in the crew here. I asked Alex Marvez this question, and you guys can react uh, out there in the Twitterverse, social media-verse as well. I'm at Clay Travis there. You have to decide. You are an employer. You have to decide who is the more risky proposition. Let's go Kansas City Chiefs exclusive. You have Kareem Hunt, who is on video, shoving and kicking a woman outside of his hotel room late at night in Cleveland, Ohio. And you have Tyreek Hill, who has previously pled guilty to uh, punching and strangling his pregnant fiance, who is now on, on audio tape saying, you should be afraid of me to this same woman. And he is accused of being involved in beating and abusing his child and potentially helping uh, in some way to lead to a broken arm. No proof of that, but that is the allegation. Which guy would you rather employ solely based on those situations, Kareem Hunt or Tyreek Hill? Not football-related, just those backgrounds. Let's say you're hiring for Walmart, and that's the background. Which guy would you hire? I would go Kareem Hunt because he's on strike one, not strike two. Yeah, all right. So what about you, Dub? Uh, This is a tough one. Uh, I think, I mean, the Kareem Hunt video is something you can actually see, which would make it tough to hire. I I would probably go with uh, Tyreek Hill. You would hire the guy who pled guilty to beating and strangling his pregnant fiance. Well, but after the audio, after the audio that we've heard that, Danny G mentioned in previous segments the full audio where it really makes it seem like that was uh, a lie as well. Yeah, okay. But you would still, he pled guilty to it. Yeah, and Dub, that's why I didn't bring that up because when I pointed that out last time we had this conversation, Clay said, well, why would Tyreek then plead guilty to, to any of that? So I still battle with that because I would go down fighting if I didn't actually strangle or kick your pregnant fiance yeah yeah no kidding uh so you would go with Tyreek Hill what about you Eddie Garcia well I'm I'm not thrilled about hiring either of them but yeah totally if I have to pick one I'll I'll take Kareem Hunt I mean okay and so we got two Kareem Hunt votes and one Tyreek Hill vote here's what I find to be like if I'm Kareem Hunt and I'm his representatives I'm sitting around saying how in the world did this happen? And I want to open up the phone lines for you guys, 877-996-6369, to allow you guys to react to the same hypothetical I just gave these guys. Kareem Hunt is going to miss 13 or 14 football games. Tyreek Hill is going to miss zero. How can you reconcile that? How can the NFL possibly say, in the one case... The precedent is a guy has to miss double-digit games. In the other one, a guy is not going to miss a single game. And I think it's an interesting question. I'll rephrase it for everybody out there, 877-996-6369. But the question that I have for everybody out there is, how do you make that decision? How in the world is that precedent value being applied equally? Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Juan Gabriel, Juan Gis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Cristina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez and I'm Joseph Carrillo and we're the host of Becoming an Icon season two. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. We're brought to you by True Car. When it comes to selling or trading in your car, you need to make good choices. And with True Car, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, Check out True Car, True Cash Offer, not available in all areas. What is available in all areas? How about this show and also 
Eddie Garcia's update. What you got for me? Well, at golf, the 148th Open Championship in Northern Ireland saw a native of Ireland end up with the Claret Jug, and that was Shane Lowry, who entered the final round on top of the leaderboard. He finishes there at 15 under par for a six-stroke win over Tommy Fleetwood of England. American Brooks Kepka closed with his worst round of the four days in Northern Ireland, a 74. He finished nine shots back, tied for fourth. In baseball news, the 2019 Hall of Fame class was inducted into Cooperstown. They included pitchers Mariano Rivera, Mike Messina, Lee Smith, and the late Roy Halladay. They were joined by outfielder Harold Baines and Edgar Martinez, who spent most of his career as a designated hitter. On the field, Dodgers sweep the Marlins with a 9-0 win. L.A. now 67 victories on the year, most of the major leagues. Astros sweep their series over the Rangers with a 5-3 victory. Houston's won five in a row. Twins edge the A's 7-6 on a Max Kepler walk-off single. Indians over the Royals 5-4. Cleveland still three back in Minnesota in the AL Central. Cubs fall to the Padres 5-1, while the Brewers beat the Diamondbacks 7-4. So Milwaukee moves two back to Chicago in the race for for the NL Central lead. Want to remind you tonight, the Houston Astros host the Oakland A's at 8 Eastern. It's our Discover Card key matchup. Go further than ever with the Discover Hit Miles card. They automatically match the miles you earn at the end of your first year. So 35,000 miles could become 70,000. Limitations apply. Discover matches for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. We'll be back to outkick the coverage in 10 seconds. But first, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Now back to Clay Travis and the Geico. Outkick the coverage studios. Uh, we got a coach. Well, by the way, we've been talking about Tyreek Hill. We've been talking about Kareem Hunt. You can go listen to the podcast. We've had a lot of discussion about that. But I wanted to hit this because it happened, I think, on Friday of last week. Pat Fitzgerald uh, was uh, he's a Northwestern coach, for, former linebacker for Northwestern. He was asked about issues with college football attendance. And uh, it's not just college football, but I think all live sports are having issues going forward, thinking about how to get people to come watch games in person. Because in this day and age, when you can sit back at your house and have all the different games, as many as you possibly want to watch at home, going to watch one is is not the draw that it was in the 1980s or the 1990s, or certainly before that. And HD television is so great, and the difficulty of parking and getting in, the cost, everything else, it's a big discussion point. And Pat Fitzgerald got asked about this, and then he went into what I think is a pretty interesting analysis of society as a whole, and in particular the way people spend their lives on their phones and I think it's a little bit instructive. Let's listen to it. I think phones, I think technology has been the decline in attendance, number one. I think, you know, watching young people today live like this instead of like that. You know, Stacey and I were out on a date last night, and there was two couples, two groups of couples sitting next to us, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm old. Like, not one of the... F- four couples were talking to each other they were all on their phones and it just drove me up to I literally wanted to be like a dad and go like give me your phone talk to each other (laughs) I mean this is pathetic so it was really really pathetic and I think that's just it's just changed the way a lot of younger people and younger fans intake is all through technology and I mean you watch a concert and everybody's holding their phone up like listen watch take it in create a memory because they don't go back and watch the videos they just want to post it on their social media 
which is pathetic because it creates a society of, look at me, isn't my life great? Even though when they go home, they're like, I hate myself, I hate my life, everything's wrong. So I think it's a big cause. I think it's, I think it's the root cause, number one. Um, you know, I think the fans that grew up going and tailgating and the fans that grew up going to the stadiums four hours before the games are getting a little older. And I think the next and, and younger generation of fans are more reliant on technology. They'd rather have 12 TVs set up in their, in their TV watching cave than go to a game and experience the pageantry and the tailgating. So I think it's definitely things that we, we need to look at as, as, as a brand, college football, on how we can maybe create that type of environment and experience while respecting our communities and our neighborhoods to make sure the experiences that are happening don't impede on those neighborhoods. I, I loved so much of what he had to say here. And, and maybe we should ha- you know, kind of table this almost for tomorrow's conversation as well. Um, but the one thing I want to un- pull out here right now, and I wanna, I'll bring in the crew because some of you are younger than me, some of you are not. It is such a great point about holding up your phone and taking like a video from a concert or whatever it is. Do you ever go back and watch that? Like, it's entirely a function of social media. So you can go on Instagram or you can go on Twitter or you can go on Facebook and be like, hey, look, here is where I am right now. Because I think about that, like I have filmed, it's not like I'm a huge concert guy because I get up so early in the morning. I have filmed uh, a decent amount, and I try to share what I'm doing on social media with my audience. Uh, and, yeah, I'm thinking about, like, a lot of times I, I don't ever go back and watch it. Like, if I want to go back and hear a song, like, I can hear that song easily. The line about, you know, you try to make your life look so great, and then you go back and cry in your, in your, in your apartment, I think is so great for the era that we live in because people are selling artificial representations of their life on social media all day long. And the phone angle is a good one because I, I don't, I will give the iPhone credit for this. Let me just, I'm, I'm curious. I'll, I'll, I'll get the crew's uh, perspective on this. Every one of you has an iPhone, right? I think Eddie's probably already left because he's 94 and he fought in, you know, stormed the beaches in Normandy. He leaves immediately. No, so, he's excited you're here today, so he's still here. Okay, so still here. All right, so everybody, does everyone have an iPhone on our show? I think so. I think so, based on text messages. Yep. All right. Pull, and we'll, we'll get the results on this when we come back out of the next break. But And I want everybody out there who is not you know, going to kill themselves driving to try to do it as well. If you have an iPhone and you click on the settings tab on your iPhone, and I, I didn't know this, but I've started to pay a lot of attention to it. You can scroll down, and in the second like kind of jumble of four, there is a screen time uh, logo, right? You can click on that screen time logo, and it will tell you how much time you have spent on your phone on that day. And if you go over to the iPhone tab at the top of that, you can go in and look at how much time you've spent today on your phone, so I'll tell you guys right now, one hour and 22 minutes for me. Now, that is while I have been on the air this morning and or since my alarm went off this morning to get me out of bed 
and I checked to see what the latest news was. But you can also click on the last seven days tab. And this is something that I've been doing on a somewhat regular basis. And when I click on the last seven days tab, I have spent an average of five hours and 28 minutes per day on my phone. That is over a seven-day process means that I am spending roughly 37 and a half hours just on my phone. That doesn't include other work-related aspects of my life, but 37 and a half hours on my phone every week just in the last seven days. Believe it or not, that is actually down substantially from when I discovered this screen time function that they have now embedded in the iPhone. I was spending over eight hours a day on my phone when I first got this. 56 hours a week just on my phone. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royals. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back in. Monday edition, Outkick the Coverage. I hope all of you are having fantastic starts to your week here in the Geico Outkick studios. We want you to know that car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice. True Car shows you what other people paid for the car you want so you can recognize a good price when you're ready to buy a new or used car Visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Alex Marvez is with us right now. He's our NFL insider here on the show. Appreciate him joining us at Alex Marvez on Twitter. Uh, Alex, when you saw that Tyreek Hill was not going to be suspended at all, your reaction was what? Um, a little surprised because of the semantics. You know, when it comes to this, I mean, the NFL, you know, they take their own proverbial black eye about this, right? People wondering why is the league giving suspensions to players like Zeke Elliott for six games? You know, the Ray Rice situation. I know that there's video involved in Kareem Hunt, these sorts of things. But why would they respond with no punishment towards someone who had threatened his ex-fiancee at this point, uh, you know, with physical violence, especially considering his history in college and the assault? that he was involved in that, you know, led to him having a transfer from schools and lead to him being a fifth-round pick. I think the wording of the press release was one thing. Clay, I went on air and I told you that do not be surprised if there isn't very much punishment, if any, for Tyreek Hill. So, you know, as a precursor to that, just based upon what we were hearing, you know, from, you know, my sources, you know, surrounding the Chiefs, it wasn't even from the Hill camp, to be honest with you, and it was more just the Chiefs feeling pretty good that, that, that there's a story that is not out in the public about all of this and all of the things going on in Tyreek Hill's life that, you know, that they felt comfortable with and believed he was telling the truth upon. The thing to me, though, is if you are someone that has a potential history or, you know, a history of, an, of a documented domestic violence, uh, you know, charge, and you then threaten that same person with violence as caught by the audio, of, you know, that was released uh, from the Cristal Espinal camp, well, you, what is that? I mean, is that not a violation of the NFL's personal conduct policy? The fact that the league didn't address this, again, makes you realize just how nebulous and inconsistent the NFL is when it comes to doling out punishment for players. If you give me an explanation, maybe I don't like it, but at least I can understand that and we have a precedent for something in case we we see a repeat of this in the future, and, and I hope we don't. But by saying nothing, what is it that the NFL is saying about Tyreek Hill and the threat? What do you think Ezekiel Elliott and Kareem Hunt's representatives thought when they saw this result? I think the eyes were rolling in the back of their head, like, you know, like, you know, at a slot machine and you got the 777, I mean, <laughs> before you get it. I mean, that's really what you think about. I mean, in the case of Zeke Elliott, let's not forget this, too. 
with Zeke Elliott, you had someone who, uh, an ex-girlfriend, who was very willing to speak about Zeke Elliott and, and the abuse that, you know, he had, you know, given her as what, you know, through her presentation, photographs of things, et cetera, her side of the story. When it came to the NFL, and, and as you know, Clay, the NFL does not have subpoena power. They cannot force anyone to speak. They have no legal right to do that. They are not a judge in terms of criminal type charges or even a civil case for that matter. They can ask politely, hey, you know, would you speak about this? And Crystal Espinal said no. Now, what is her reasoning behind that? Clay, I don't know if she's planning a civil suit against Tyreek Hill at some point. I, I don't know if it's because he said to make a lot of money in the NFL. And if she were to torpedo his NFL career, she would not. And her kids, apparently they have three of them together, they would not be, be reaping any of the financial benefits from this. So she clammed up. So that was one difference when it came to that side of the story. For Kareem Hunt, you know, eight games, it was a video, right, that, again, was, was damning to the NFL. And if you're caught on video doing something, it's obvious that that's more weight. By the way, it's, it, it's not even yeah. just like, see, yeah, sorry to cut you off on Kareem Hunt. It's not even just eight games. It's eight games plus all the games that he was not eligible for last year. Right. It's going to end up being like, what, 13 or 14 games. And if I'm sitting around, like that's an interesting uh, interesting precedent because both of them were Kansas City Chiefs at the time. If I am sitting – and look, I'm not claiming – we're talking about people making bad decisions when they get involved with the personal conduct policy to begin with, right? But right. if I have to make a decision between which is worse – we know that Kareem Hunt shoved a woman in like kind of a melee situation in a uh, in a hotel hallway, and the girl fail, fell, and then he went and kicked her. Like not like he's trying to like you know kick a sixty yard winning field goal, right? I mean, it, it, when you watch that video, it's not like it's it, it's it, you know he's trying to kill her with a kick or something like that, right? I'm just trying to put it right. in context for people who might not have seen it. On the other side of the equation, we have a guy who has previously pled guilty to domestic violence for choking and beating his pregnant fiance, who is now accused of being violent with his three-year-old. To me, to me, if I am an employer, I find Kareem Hunt's situation easier to defend in terms of punishment than I do Tariq Hill's. Right. If I'm just looking at that from an employment perspective, I got a guy with a history of violence who has previously beaten up a woman and pled guilty to it and is now accused of violence against a three-year-old child. Or I got a guy who's out with his buddies. He's in a hallway late at night. There's an argument about whether or not a girl's going to stay in a room. She gets shoved, and while she's on the ground, the guy kind of lightly kicks her. I have to decide to employ one of those two guys. I'm probably going to pick Kareem Hunt, yet in this situation, Kareem Hunt's going to miss like 14 games or 13 games or whatever the heck it is, and Tyreek Hill's not going to miss any at all. I think a lot of people out there say it's hard to follow the precedent of the NFL with those two situations I just laid out. You did. A couple things here, though. Number one, Tyreek Hill, we have to be very clear on this, I think, Clay. He was not charged with child abuse, right? He right, but, but keep in mind, keep in mind that also Kareem Hunt, they were they investigated him to see whether or not they were going to charge him with assault or battery or anything else. And in Cleveland, they said even with that video, we don't think we could get a conviction on this. Therefore, we're not going to press charges. And certainly, I didn't even bring it in. Ezekiel Elliott wasn't charged either. 
So right. the charge situation, and this has been one of the flaws, I think, of the personal conduct policy to begin with, you don't have to be charged with a crime in order to miss games. Right. But, see, that's interesting, though. So, like, should, should Kareem Hunt have been punished at all? Should Elliott well, have been punished I, at all? Yeah, right. I mean, I, I think of if, if I were Commissioner Goodell and I were sitting in his chair, I've been saying from the get-go that I think the personal conduct policy makes no sense. But once you implement it, you have the obligation, I think, to try to do what we do with the legal system, which is fairly and impartially and using precedent apply the rules that you set forth to all cases. And I just don't think the precedents apply in the same way for Tyreek Hill as they did for other players. Right, I get it. I, I just am saying, like, so when it comes to acting upon things where there isn't a charge filed by the legal system, right, the NFL then has the ability to still punish yep. and, and, you know, and suspend a player. And that has become, you know, and, and this whole thing is we don't trust the NFL's judgment, right? We just don't. We, we don't trust the fact that we feel like they're being honest. You know, there have been such an attack on the credibility of the league, especially in the Tom Brady deflated football situation where the league did such a terrible job convincing people that Tom Brady had done something wrong. You know, I mean, and, and you know, when we talk about But at about least that, of- yeah, at least the Tom Brady, like, the, yes, I agree. I think the NFL, like, what, what the NFL has learned, I think, is investigating anything is really hard to do. Like, that's yeah. the lesson that if you've ever been involved in the criminal justice system, you're like, wait a minute. Sometimes people lie when you like I used to do sexual harassment investigations when I was practicing law full time. And it's an illusion that people have that they can sit across a table and be like, okay, this person is 100 percent telling the truth. This person is 100 percent lying. Like investigations are hard, particularly when you have two different sides of a story. But at least the Tom Brady case dealt directly with on the field product. Right. Like if the football is being deflated or not being deflated or whatever else. It was a sh- uh, shenanigans. It was a ridiculous charade, but at least it dealt with the essence of the game itself. Whereas all of the personal conduct policy issues for uh, for entirely off the field related incidents are just even more of a mess. Because you can they, the NFL can at least force everybody who was involved in theory and Deflategate to talk to them because they're employees of teams or you know everybody else. As you mentioned earlier. Lots of people just say, screw you to the NFL when they say, hey, we want to talk to you about case and number or whatever it is we're trying to investigate. Right. Well, listen, some people did that with the Patriots as well. Tom Brady, to start with him. Remember? How much did he Well, that was one reason he got suspended. But you could at that. But what I'm saying is you can suspend somebody if they refuse to cooperate with your investigation. As you mentioned, the the fiancé of Tyree Kill, if she says, I'm not talking to the NFL, there's nothing they can do to her. Right? right, there's no punishment that can come out if she refuses to help them with their investigation. I know it is. Listen, and I'm not sure how much Ray Rice's fiance helped in terms right. of or, or hurt when it came to that situation. And, and look, the, you're right. The league doesn't do personal conduct policy stuff well. They don't because you know they say they're transparent, but they're not. You have no rhyme or reason to the way that they, they dictate punishment. Why is Kareem Hunt getting eight games? It is a head-scratcher to me, Clay, but based upon what you said, and then you throw in those other games, I'm with you on this. How does Tyree Kill, making that threat to a woman who we assaulted before, how does he not face a single, not, not even a fine? I mean, nothing. And what does it say about the Kansas City Chiefs organization that they continue to employ Tyree Kill? I mean, 
so something has happened here where Tyreek Hill, obviously behind the scenes, has presented something to the Chiefs that is, is plausible to them. At least they're accepting it. And did I mention that he's a really good football player? No, that's the key. That, that's that the well. key. And he, here is, here's the other thing I would say. For a while, it seemed like Roger Goodell was trying to play catch-up because his job got threatened when that Ray Rice video came out, right? right? And I think that stunned him. And so as a result, if there was an allegation of domestic violence, I think the NFL overpunished for lack of a uh, better way of describing it. This is, I think, the first case in a long time where we've seen the NFL potentially underpunish. And I think what we're trying to reconcile, you, me, everybody out there who's an NFL fan, uh, certainly I would imagine team employees uh, and players, what is the standard that's being applied now um, in the wake of the Tyreek Hill case? Because if I am Kareem Hunt or I am Ezekiel Elliott or their representatives, I'm sitting around saying, well, this is like a record scratch moment. To me, again, and I'm not saying it's a it's a it's a great decision to have to make, but if I am employing someone and I look at Kareem Hunt and I look at Tyreek Hill, I think Kareem Hunt has done less wrong than Tyreek Hill, and certainly the allegations against Kareem Hunt are much less severe. Yet he's going to miss double digit games, and Tyreek Hill is going to miss none at all. They both at the time were Kansas City Chiefs players. That, to me, is an incredibly intriguing dichotomy in the way they were treated. You're right, but I will say this, Clay. Let's just, let's just posit this for a minute. Let's posit that it was an accident that happened in Tyreek Hill's son, okay? Because, because that is very plausible. Let, let's even say, for example, that potentially the ex-fiancé was negligent as far as Kareem Hunt and the arm. Right? Or, I'm sorry, they're not Kareem Hunt, but the, but the three-year-old child in the arm. Yeah. Let's just say that. So what is it then? If we, if we clear... Tyreek Hill on this, then what is it that we are then looking at as a personal conduct policy violation for him, for a verbal threat? And that's what I don't, I think that's what this boils yeah, down well, to. Here's, here's the question, Alex. If they come out and they say, okay, we're suspending Tyreek Hill for four games or two games or six games, I don't think anybody objects. Right. And that's why I'm surprised they didn't do it at all is that that's why I'm wondering if we're seeing a shift or what the story is here about Tyreek Hill that the NFL doesn't do anything at all. Well, and remember, too, that when we had Zeke Elliott, and I'm going to mention Brady again just because this fits into the example, and I think Ray Rice, I mean, we're talking lengthy reports. Remember the Mueller report on <laughs> Richie Incognito, right? Yeah. And, 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 you know, literally hundreds of pages of documents that are released to the media to try to explain why something happens. For Tyreek Hill, we got about six paragraphs, and that was it, and thank you. And, oh, by the way, you know, training camp is about to start, and it's the NFL's 100-year anniversary, and isn't Tom Brady great? And, you know, those types of things, right? Like, shift the narrative at that point. We haven't seen anything else that shows the scope of what the NFL, you know, found with, with Tyreek Hill. We never found, we never learned what they found about Kareem Hunt that would justify an eight-game suspension, but we did for everyone else. Why has that paradigm shifted as well? And the league not being as forthcoming when it comes to their you know, personal conduct policy and explaining why these things happen or don't happen in the case of Tyreek Hill, leading to further frustration about the personal conduct policy and the way the NFL tries to implement it. All right. Uh, we got officially NFL training camps about to get underway. We're spending all that time on Tyreek Hill. 
What are you most intrigued to watch as by Friday virtually every team, I believe, will be officially back in for training camp? To you, what stands out? What are maybe the couple of the battles that are most intriguing for you to watch? What storylines are you paying most attention to? Quarterbacks, baby. Quarterbacks. I love quarterbacks, right? So we're looking at the Washington Redskins. Can Dwayne Haskins legitimately push Case Keenum to become a week one starter? Josh Rosen, he is behind in the quarterback battle to Ryan Fitzpatrick. There's a punchline in their play. I am not going to take it at this point. Poor Dolphin fans. (laughs) I know, right? Could Josh Rosen catch up and, you know, potentially push Ryan Fitzpatrick to start in week one? He'll get on the field at some point. But, you know, how soon is now, as the Smiths might say. Uh, You look at the New York Giants. What do we got going on with Eli Manning and Daniel Jones? Can Daniel Jones have an impressive enough preseason that maybe, just maybe, the future is now for the New York Giants? A couple other questions regarding contracts. When does Melvin Gordon show up for the Los Angeles Chargers? Does Zeke Elliott decide he's not going to show up until he gets paid? And we got Chris Jones in Kansas City. So I think those are some of the, the big intriguing things right off the bat that I want to find out as NFL training camps unfold. The last question for you, Mariota Winston. What are you hearing about both guys? Uh, they are both in the fifth year of their deals, potentially would be free agents, although I think we all know they'd get franchised if the teams wanted to keep them, if they couldn't get a deal worked out. Uh, what are you hearing? Winston's got a new coach. Uh, Mariota's got a lot of new weapons. Both those guys, much to prove this year. Yeah, and listen, with Mariota, I think they realize, you know, hand off the ball to the king, you know, and, you know Derek Henry and, just, and go from there, right? I mean, just – let it, let it roll at that point and, and you know, be, a, be I think you're going to see that type of balance. I mean, they're expecting more plays from Mariota in the passing game. He's put on some weight this offseason, and they've stressed to him, you have to stay healthy. The one thing about the Mariota situation is that they have a very capable backup in Ryan Tannehill yeah. ready to go, and I think that they will pull that rug out on Mariota. If, you know, at the midway point of the season, things aren't working out. I, I think they may want to get a look at Tannehill to see if he's their quarterback of the future. As for Jameis Winston, I mean, they're all in for this year. I think Jason Light, the GM, realizes his job may be on the line. If Jameis Winston doesn't work out, he may not work out anymore as for the Buccaneers either. And it's interesting because Byron Leftwich is actually doing the majority of the coaching with Jameis Winston. If Bruce Arians is around doing his quarterback whisperer thing, but really it's Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator, former NFL QB himself, who's all in on trying to get Jameis Winston with some better game awareness. It's okay to throw an incompletion once in a while. It's okay to take the sack. Just don't commit the turnover that puts your team in a bad spot. By the way, the Bucks they're going to need every point they can get, brother. That defense, shaky, shaky, shaky. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.